0: Hey everybody, you might have noticed that our episode hasn't started yet, and that's because we have to give a shout-out to our wonderful friends over at Audible. Take advantage of audibletrial.com slash JNLwatches and get 30 days free, as well as a free audiobook. And now, let's listen to us talk about Dollhouse. Woo! Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of JNL Watches. I'm Josh Prime. I'm Just Leah, And today we are watching... I almost said Buffy. Dollhouse, Season 2, Episode 2, Instinct.
1: <laughs> Woo! Oh, you want me what to What happened this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, friends, we are immediately presented with the chair. The chair. And so you all should be drinking. So the larger part of this episode, Echo plays a mother. She is imprinted with a mother. She can breastfeed and lactate, which it's I think is pretty fucking cool.
0: Breastfeeding and lactating are the same thing, but yes.
1: Oh. <laughs> How <laughs> am I the girl? Now you know this. <laughs>
0: What would they be doing if they weren't lactating? Whatever. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Alright, anyway, Echo is playing the wife of Nate, who lost his wife during childbirth to their son. Yes. And Nate really just wants a wife that will, maybe wife is not the right term, a person to take care of their son for him. Specifically,
0: to love his son.
1: Yes. Because he's having trouble in that department, probably because his wife died during childbirth. Echo takes it to the next level, and
0: <laughs> she's a little extreme. Yeah. yeah,
1: she is. Has been imprinted with uh, Topher's motherly genes and tries to kidnap.
0: God. Okay, wait. Can we talk about what Topher's mother is probably like? <laughs>
1: We need to come back to this because I have many thoughts.
0: (laughs) Okay, good. We will. Continue. (laughs)
1: Um, Long story short, Echo goes batshit crazy, Mm -hmm. tries to steal the baby, tries to go to the cops with the baby. Ballard tries to tell her that she needs treatment. She goes for treatment. Spoiler alert. she it doesn't take. It doesn't work. <laughs> she then goes back to try to steal the baby again.
0: She's a baby thief. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a taste for it now. Yeah.
1: And he has to be like, oh girl, hold up. You're not real. And then she she takes to it.
0: She just believes it. Yeah. If a stranger just told me I wasn't real, I don't know that I'm buying it.
1: I would be like, I can point or poke myself. Po-
0: pinch yourself and yeah. all that. What character are you picking this week?
1: Oh, I wrote down Adele in big letters.
0: Oh, so you are committed to Adele. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm going to be Topher.
1: <laughs> yeah, Because he's very pretty. Okay, his... <laughs> can we talk about his chin game right now?
0: What? Okay. <laughs> yes, and how do you have a chin game? Like, oh. you just have a chin and you don't. There's not really a game to it.
1: Okay, you see how his face... Like... I do.
0: <laughs> so, yes, I do see his face. <laughs> yeah. Thank you.
1: Okay, there's like... A chin there,
0: at the end of his face. Yeah, Yeah.
1: it goes in, there's like a nice divot
0: Right under his lips? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you so far.
1: (laughs) There's like a little scrap, there's like a little something to hold on to. I think that's what it is. Are you just
0: grabbing his chin? Like, what's...
1: Why not? You can like stroke it?
0: Yeah, you could do that, I suppose. So what we just missed was, aside from Aaliyah grabbing a chin for a ride, we had... Ballard trying to sit in the chair and Topher explaining that humans can't sit in the chair, only dolls can sit in the chair. Mm -hmm. And now we're cutting over to Echo waking up to go take care of the baby And that's gonna be our introduction to this is the weirdness of the episode.
1: Yeah, she also has some great lingerie.
0: I mean, much better than the last time we saw her in lingerie.
1: (laughs) The white (laughs) nightgown. It goes really well. I mean, the house is massive, so it makes sense.
0: They're in a palatial estate. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay,
0: so the baby's bedroom is decorated with all kinds of teddy bear motif, it
1: has wallpaper. It's
0: wallpaper, there's a lot going on. Here's the thing. Do people decorate babies' rooms with baby stuff? Have
1: you never been on Pinterest? But, like,
0: baby is a temporary state of being.
1: Have you never been on Pinterest?
0: (laughs) What happens when that kid is like, teddy bears are not cool in, like, a year? (laughs)
1: You upgrade to Pinterest part two.
0: (laughs) It just seems like a lot of work when you could just as easily, like, create a regular room until they develop a personality and aren't just a shit machine. So,
1: I don't think you do the wallpaper with the bears, but you can, like, wood panel with their name, which okay. is real cute. Okay, because their
0: name is not changing. That's right. true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You could, like, <laughs> accent with some stuffed animal teddy bears, which you can throw away. Some
0: stuffed animal teddy bears? Yeah. <laughs> what was your baby room? Do you remember? Do you know? Have you seen pictures?
1: Um, it, I just kind of, like, grew into my childhood room, but it was just white... It had a bassinet in it.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. that seems there reasonable. There might have
1: been some children books.
0: My, probably a couple. <laughs> there were toys. I don't yeah. know. I was a weird kid. Yeah. Me, <laughs> my mother had painted, I don't know if she, actually I shouldn't say that. Somebody, I believe it was my mother, but okay. I can't be certain. Yep. Painted the Peanuts gang Ooh. on the wall in my bedroom as a child. Aww. And I, as I got older, I was petrified of the Peanuts gang because they were staring at me all night. (laughs) And so I've heard many stories about how I refused to sleep in my bedroom because I was afraid of the Peanuts gang.
1: Aw, did you get to sleep in your parents' room? That was not allowed.
0: I very occasionally could go in there, I believe, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but I mostly slept on the couch in the living room. Hmm. So when I was a kid, I desperately demanded that I have a bunk bed. Oh, yeah. I wanted a bunk bed so bad. And so my dad, being the handy gentleman that he is, built a bunk bed for me because I was an only child. So most bunk beds have, you know, two beds. Didn't need two beds. So he just built essentially a lofted bed. But to me, it was a bunk bed. Yeah. And then I was too afraid to sleep in it because I was afraid I was going to fall out. Oh,
1: no. And,
0: like, travel seven (laughs) stories down to the earth. And so I slept on the couch until I was very... Too old for that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was way too old for that nonsense. But, you know, these are the things. there. So let's talk about Topher's mom. Okay. Do you think Topher's mom knows that he works for a digital prostitute company? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I think he lies like, the plague.
0: Is, he, like, is she, like, stopping people in a supermarket and explaining what her kid does like my mom does?
1: I think she knows that he works in tech. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where that story ends. Like, I think she hasn't looked beyond the curtain.
0: Sure. My guess, see, I counter that with, oh. I bet you he tells her everything, but she don't know shit about what he's talking about. Oh! So I bet he's like, yes, I developed this special thing that allows me to imprint dolls at a rate that's 17 times faster, and she's just like, okay, honey, would you like a Slim Jim? Like, that's what I think is happening.
1: Oh, I actually like this theory better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she has Slim Jims in the house, that's not the point. <laughs>
1: It is most accurately the point.
0: That's true. But now we've got Sierra hanging Yay! out with doll version of Echo.
1: Yes, I like that she also looks very matronly in her floral decor. Well,
0: yeah, she's supposed to be her best friend, mom, who probably also has a baby, even or though like a, she does not have a baby in this yeah, sequence. Maybe
1: she has an older child. I also kind of like be. her dress. The pe- it's well, got good.
0: I like the flowy neckline. Yep, it's fun. It's a pink. It's a pink cardigan. Over a white and floral patterned dress with, like, a lapel that's very flowy yep. and silky.
1: It's a wrap dress.
0: <laughs> it's a wrap. Okay. You yep. could have just helped me out and then instead of let me flounder describing this dress, you could have been <laughs> like, oh, there's actually a word for that because of how I know dresses.
1: <laughs> it's a thing that I sometimes wear, you know.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Echo is wearing a gray cardigan yep. and a white dress as well. So it's very kind of much match. the mom outfit.
1: It's very true. But yeah, right now Echo is accusing me of cheating on her because she he's very distant and she doesn't know like, what's up.
0: Yeah. I don't know. She's got all kinds of problems is the You point. know what I learned today? Oh, jeez. You learned <laughs> a thing today? What'd you learn?
1: It's a bad thing. <gasps> but it's
0: really- <laughs> Way to sell it. Continue. <laughs>
1: I learned that men don't... <laughs>
0: I'm worried for my gender. What else you got? What do I do? What do I not do that you're about to tell me? Inform me.
1: As, as you get older, your sex drive gets lower. Yeah. I know that.
0: I mean, so does yours, it just takes longer.
1: Yeah. Apparently, we peak in our mid to upper 20s and 30s. Yeah, and
0: men peak at 18. Yeah. So, I'm on a decline. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fine with that. <laughs>
1: like, fuck, (laughs) I gotta be, like, 20-year-olds. Well, you
0: gotta remember that a man's peak period, they're gross 18-year-olds. Yeah, that's
1: fair.
0: So, like, their, their, what we call their peak, it's not Everest. It's not, like, a great place (laughs) to be. You should be happy to be establishing a base camp at 30. (laughs) It's fine.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I think I'd be concerned, like, Echo. Like that he's cheating? has like Well, if
0: he's peaked, then he's not trying to cheat. He can't be sowing his wild oats if he only has so many oats to sow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fair.
0: Realistically speaking. I'm
1: beating my future husband Viagra. <laughs> just,
0: just sneaking it into his food? Yeah. <laughs> he might figure it out. <laughs> it's like...
1: Don't tell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> every day after dinner, I'm having heart palpitations. What's... <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> this is super happen? weird. I mean, the Viagra was expanding blood vessels in your heart, and then it turned out to give you an erection. So, right. like, it wasn't developed as an erection drug.
1: I will find the homeopathic version
0: <laughs> I don't know that there is such a thing. Anyway, can we talk about this husband?
1: Okay, he's real cute.
0: Apparently, yeah. So, he's <laughs> very cute. <laughs> His name is Christopher Polohop.
1: Mm-hmm. He
0: is Caleb Brown from four episodes of Castle Yay! for you Castle fans. Nathan Fillion! He was also John Galt in the Atlas Shrugged movie, which I know is super relatable to our listening base. Yeah, no. And then he also was in the series The Ringer, which is notable for us because it was the series that Sarah Michelle Geller did immediately following, well, not immediately following, but the next series that Sarah Michelle Geller did after Buffy.
1: What's it about?
0: Okay. <laughs> so it's a little rough. It is Sarah Michelle Geller plays two people. Okay. Uh, Siobhan and the other one. Mm -hmm. And Siobhan is a wealthy socialite, I believe, who is married to our friend now. Okay. She, if I'm remembering correctly, commits suicide or dies or is murdered. Something happens. And her identical stranger, maybe twin sister, somebody takes over her life. So, very similar, weirdly, to the Orphan Black storyline, if you've yeah. ever watched Orphan Black. But it was very convoluted as this new person takes over Siobhan's life, and there was a whole mystery element. It was a little bit melodramatic for me. There was certainly no humor anywhere to be found. Really? Yeah. Mm. It was a little rough. And if I were Sarah Michelle Geller, I would have been like, I need some more humor. Because I just love humor. In the words of Amy Schumer... <laughs> I just love humor.
1: Did you watch *I Tanya*?
0: No, I did not. Is I, Amy Schumer in that, or is no. this unrelated? Okay, I,
1: unrelated. <laughs> it's a dark comedy that I think you'll you'll enjoy.
0: I mean, oh. I know the general story of Tanya Harding. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, so they're having a whole conversation. It's the baby daddy and Echo, mm-hmm. and she's gonna get sent to bed, and he's gonna take care of the baby. What had, what had happened was he went to work, she broke into his office and found pictures of his wife. Yes. And he had to pretend that he had been dating this person before he dated Echo, but since he didn't actually date Echo, he feels weird about this lying situation, mm-hmm. so he's about to call the dollhouse and be like, I don't want to do this anymore.
1: Yeah, except Echo over here gets really upset because she assumes that he's trying to kill her and take the baby.
0: Because she doesn't understand about dollhouses and what's going on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's going to be some drama. It's going to be rough. Just prepare yourself for that bit of craziness. It is. Question for you. You still want to be a doll?
1: (laughs) After seeing this? Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is that because you've seen what Madeline's life is like? How she's all rich and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So.
1: I actually wrote down, who did Madeline's makeover?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going into a Senator Perrin segment. Yay! Who doesn't love meeting up with Wesley? He wears cuff-linked dress shirts while hanging out at home.
1: That's disturbing. That
0: sounds like a guy who really knows how to have fun. No. No, no.
1: I bet he would wear a pocket protector.
0: Can we even talk about how long it takes me to take my pants off when I get home? <laughs> the fact that he's sitting there, like, it's a very short amount of time. Like,
1: I had to disclose something. Oh, please. On the drive home from work... I have recently discovered that you could take off your bra in the car, and it is okay. <laughs> I've, I've
0: never had to worry about this, but yes. Yeah. Feel free. Yeah, so the fact that this man is coming home with his cufflinks still on, sure, he's taken off his tie, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. Meanwhile, his wife, he's, like, trying to sleep with her. She is dressed crazy. Can we talk about how TV wives are always wearing silk beautiful robes. silk robes and, and lace like, bras yeah. and lingerie? Yeah. Like... They're just ready for sex at any given moment, right out of a porno. Like, it's just ridiculous.
1: Is that what happens? Like, if you were like, okay, I'm committed to being a trophy wife, you just are like, I'm going to parade around in laundry all day, because I could commit to that. <laughs>
0: I mean, if you're a trophy wife, I think the general idea is you're supposed to look pretty for your man. I think that's literally the whole point of being a trophy wife. You right. are literally a trophy, all right. All right. hence the term. <laughs> So I don't know that's a great thing.
1: No, but you don't have to work.
0: You have to work at being a trophy. That's oh, like man. a job oh, in and man. of itself. Speaking as somebody who has had to play that role before, it's rough. <laughs> Alright,
1: It's a rough
0: you. go. So now we're meeting Madeline. Yeah, Millie. Millie. Sla- With Binesh Adele. Madeline. Woof. Hey Adele, welcome.
1: She's all sleuthy. Also, Madeline slash Millie. Looking real great.
0: She is looking really great.
1: Her apartment, fabulous.
0: Her apartment is a little sparse in terms of furniture, but otherwise, I do enjoy it.
1: It has great lighting. Listen, you can literally photograph yourself in every part of that house. Okay,
0: most people don't buy houses so they can have a good Instagram feed, but I'm with Why? you. Why?
1: <laughs> Why would you not buy a house for that feature? Look at
0: this art installation behind her and the very, very fake brick walls. Yeah. <laughs> How have I never noticed that before? So Madeline's apartment has this brickwork that is so fake. Yes. So fake. Like... You can look at it and see that it's flat. I, I cannot believe that we have never seen this before. <laughs> it is so bad. But Watch, they're like, oh, it's a real brick wall, and you're just dumb. But it looks fake as shit.
1: If it is a brick wall, no. They could have done better. I don't think it's real. No.
0: It definitely looks flat as hell. It doesn't yep. have any shadow.
1: Yep. Mm mm. Mm-mm, I'm not buying it. For it doesn't have it.
0: the same red texture, but you're definitely not supposed to be focusing on it. You're supposed to be focusing on the fact that Adele is pissy that Millie slash Miracle Lori slash November slash what's her real name? Madeline, Madeline has not come in for her diagnostic exam.
1: It's true, which I probably wouldn't have done either. Granted, I don't go to doctors to begin with, but meh.
0: Listen, if your entire financial situation is because of the dollhouse, I feel like you're doing what they want.
1: Yeah, that's fair, and she does eventually. But also, can we talk about how fabulous she looks? I really want her whole makeup team.
0: She looks. Um, she probably. I mean, real Madeline probably has a makeup team, yeah. let alone the TV show Matt Miracle Lori. But yeah, she is looking really. Being impossibly wealthy is good on her. Yeah. Although, does anybody look bad while impossibly wealthy? I don't know.
1: I will pull up some pictures.
0: <laughs> Maybe Trump's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Not the greatest look. Enough said. You know. So, husband is trying to keep the girl, uh, keep Echo in the house so that the crew can come in to do the wipe. Right. She's going to escape because she has a fire fire ladder in her baby's bedroom. Because babies are real good at ladders. Like, (laughs) it doesn't make any sense. But that's fine. But. That baby is so fake. (laughs) Yeah. So babies can only be on set and under camera lights for a very short period of time. Oh really? Yeah. So that's why you tend to see a lot of fake babies in, in movies and TV shows. Oh Yeah. There was I forget the name of the movie, The Sniper, American Sniper, known for having a extremely fake looking baby in it. And it was like an Oscar Bait movie. And like you can tell that it's like a cabbage patch doll when you watch the movie because oh, no. it's so bad. Yeah. Real, mm-hmm. real fake looking.
1: Did they standardize it because of the baby? Or?
0: It's child labor stuff. Oh, uh, okay. And, like, I'm thinking specifically of Friends when Phoebe gives birth to the three babies for her brother. Mm-hmm. Those babies, because they were so young, could only be under camera lights for, like, it was an absurdly short period of time. I think it was under 10 seconds. And so they would have to get the shots they needed real quick and then, like, bring in another. So I think it took, like, seven sets of triplets to film that sequence, because they needed to have... Yeah. And what they were doing was they were recreating... So again, for all those Friends fans, this is maybe a deep cut for anybody else, but there's a sequence in the early episodes when she's getting inseminated where she's talking to a bunch of Petri dishes, Mm -hmm. and she has this whole conversation with them about what it's going to be like when they're bigger and whatever, and then after she has the babies, there's a mirrored scene that's very... That's the same, like, basic conceit, Mm -hmm. but now she's talking to the babies, and they had to cut it, like, together crazy because you couldn't show the babies for more than, like, seven yeah. seconds at a time.
1: You know, when I think about Phoebe, I always forget about that part.
0: Yeah, it was early in the show, before yeah. they really started to get in their groove. Because she has three babies, and that was because she was pregnant in real life, and they just wrote it in, like, I love Lucy.
1: Oh! you mm-hmm. knew? Yeah. You mean she's not really married to Paul Rudd? Because sad.
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think she and Paul Rudd have spoken since. Oh, I mean, that's probably not true. But... <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, so yeah, so the crew is coming to pick her up, mm-hmm. and first they grab Sierra, Sierra and on throw her. her. To
1: get Echo or whoever this lady's name
0: is, Emily. Emily. But
1: yeah, oh yeah, um, but yeah, they intersected. They took Sierra, and now Echo is freaking out. Emily is freaking out.
0: And she's on the run, and so she goes upstairs, and she's actually really sneaky, because she uses the baby monitor to trick them into thinking she's in the room when she's actually already escaped.
1: That was really quick and smart thinking. It's
0: very smart thinking. She is escaping, she's doing her thing. Ballard is using what little knowledge he has of being a dollhouse employee to know that he needs to be seen.
1: He's not a very good handler.
0: And where is Boyd? What's going on with Boyd this episode? Is he
1: said that Whiskey's gone? Is he going after her? I don't remember.
0: Yeah, he's definitely the head of security thing now that what's his name is gone? Dominic. Dominic. But yeah, it's a whole deal.
1: He's not in it very much. Also, since when can we wear leather jackets as handlers?
0: Well, because Ballard is a special case. He does whatever he wants. Well,
1: he's new. I mean, that is a
0: nice jacket, though.
1: I know. I, I don't hate it. It's just that he is clearly getting preferential treatment because everyone else has to wear like a suit jacket.
0: Yeah. Well, because he's cool.
1: I mean, I guess so. <laughs>
0: Cool people don't have to do the same things as regular people. Come on. Oh. I like I to be cool? I mean, you gotta be Ballard. Hmm. So I think we should probably take our quick break right here. Okay. So that we can hear from our sponsors. We have nothing to taste this time.
1: Oh my goodness, we didn't it's, even plug a drink.
0: We have not. Oh, we didn't plug a drink. Oh, jeez, we are the worst. We just started that last week and I we've know. already ruined it. I
1: know. Well,
0: let's spend this... Time pondering? in self-reflection. All
1: right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and when we come back, we'll finish this episode. We'll see you soon, friends. I like it. All right, so here we are in our scoring break. Our scoring break. What is wrong with me?
1: Our drinking break. Our drinking break. <laughs> this is when
0: we're we're punishing ourselves for not coming up with a drink. We are this week. <laughs> We are the worst. That was you doing a whip. Yeah. I noticed the whipping motion. Again, not a visual medium, so they might not have seen that's that. Fair. But that's Either. fine. They're missing out. So while we are flogging ourselves in the corner, yes. and punishing ourselves, yes, uh, just a light spanking, we are going to sit here and do a quick shout out to our wonderful friends O-T-K. at Audible, OTK, and I believe this week you have a book recommendation for you for I us.
1: Do. Um, I want to recommend All the Ugly and Wonderful Things by Brynn Greenwood. Um, In Audible or on Audible. It's narrated by Jarina Marie?
0: Jarina Marie, yeah. Um, Georgina. Georgina Marie.
1: Yes, thank you. (laughs) Nice. Um, But I read it and it's real great. It's about a kind of a wayward girl who's trying to navigate the world in a broken family. Um, It's real sad and (laughs) it's real happy. So, I really
0: like It's this real book. happy and real sad? Yeah. There's a lot going on in this yeah. book.
1: I mean, the character is very dimensional. <laughs> it's kind of like Lady Bird. Okay. Yeah.
0: I like it. Well, if you would like to take advantage of All the Ugly and Wonderful Things by Brynn Greenwood, feel free to use our offer code, audibletrial.com slash JNLwatches. You'll get 30 days free as well as a free audiobook. And we encourage you to make that book, All the Ugly and Wonderful Things. Yeah. So... Let's get back to us now that we're done punishing ourselves. It's
1: true. Out of the cone of shame.
0: All right. See you soon.
1: Bye. All
0: right. So we're back. I feel so reflective.
1: I do too. Don't
0: you? I feel bad. We'll have to think about Con what... of
1: shames for what,
0: <laughs> what drink we want to make next week.
1: Oh, something fantastic for our listeners who Mom. had to deal with our mishaps.
0: We're just the worst. Mm-hmm. This is why we are not buffering the vampire slayer (laughs) this is why we're just j and l watches Mm -hmm. i'm okay with it
1: it's true i will take note though that i was perusing the amazon today
0: oh you were perusing amazon tell us all about your amazon perusal i
1: might have looked up oreos oh and i might have found you know i only looked on page four But on page four, there are at least six different kinds of Oreos that we had not yet tasted. Oh,
0: my God. Our journalistic integrity is fucked. I know. What did you see? What kind of Oreos? Do you remember? Mm,
1: Dunkin' Donuts mocha.
0: Dunkin' Donuts (laughs) mocha is an option? (laughs) Yes. Oh, salty about that. Continue. (laughs) Uh,
1: Strawberry shortcake.
0: Okay, we already had that. No,
1: no. We had strawberry shortcake, the ice cream pop. There's strawberry shortcake, the dessert.
0: They double strawberry shortcakes? They did. Oh, that's upsetting because we definitely need to have both.
1: So simultaneously.
0: Continue. What else <laughs> you got? What else you got?
1: Oh, you're really calling upon my memory here. Yeah, um, that's what's happening right <laughs>
0: now. You looked it up.
1: I know, I know. I'm pulling up a picture memory. I, I really only remember those didn't we? did
0: Didn't we do a, a survey that had watermelon kind...
1: I feel like we did a survey
0: where there were watermelon ones a while ago.
1: Maybe. That was
0: like a... That um, x-ray sent us. That was like, what's your age based on your Oreo flavors? yeah! Yeah, I feel like watermelon was in there. All right, I'm
1: going to screenshot for our listeners.
0: And post that all over the Instagram? Yes. Fair enough. Yes. We've got Echo running from a... Black van. Black van. Mm -hmm. You know what's really bad is that in my regular everyday adult life, I will see black vans and I go... I wonder if they're transporting dolls. <laughs> I
1: have never seen a black van in my life.
0: Oh, I live I'll in see a... the
1: creepy white vans.
0: Oh yeah, that happens sometimes. I wonder why they wouldn't... Like, why does it have to be a black van? Like, to me, a black van shaped like that draws more attention than, like, a red van, frankly. Like, <laughs> make, like black van just says, like, we got people in suits trying to take humans away, which is exactly what they're doing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, now she's talking to this...
1: Woman detective? Police
0: detective lady about how her baby's being stolen. Because she really thinks that that's what's happening. Which, again, from her perspective, is a reasonable conclusion to be drawing. Yeah. Makes perfect sense that she feels this way.
1: This detective has no empathy. She's this, like, stone-cold fox.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she's giving her a lot of, like, you'll be safe. This could have been bad. Like, she's giving her some stuff. Yeah. She could certainly be better.
1: She's just, like, expression-wise, it's this very, like... Well, maybe here she's a little softer.
0: But she's going to get called outside to go talk to Ballard, Mm -hmm. and Ballard's going to say something we don't hear, and it's going to make her completely 180 and turn on her.
1: Yeah. Essentially, he probably says, like, she's a doll. She's not real.
0: I don't think she says, I don't think he says (laughs) that to a random police officer trying to keep their secret identity.
1: Oh. Yeah.
0: Don't forget that we can't just tell people about this. That's true. I want to go a little bit out of order because they're going to have this conversation for a minute. Can mm-hmm. we do a couple of listener mail? Yeah. Because we haven't done listener mail in so, so long. long that we have a significant amount okay. go
1: for from
0: it. India and Zulu. I want okay. to start with just India for now, and then we'll come back to Zulu okay. in a little bit. So, sorry, friends. You're going to have to wait. Just mm-hmm. deal with it. Mm-hmm. So, India sent us two primary ones. Ooh. One is from I Only Have Eyes For You, the episode where... Buffy. This is from Buffy. Okay. So it's the episode where Buffy and Angel are possessed by the ghosts. Okay. And they're making out and stuff. Yeah. So according to India, her husband says that there used to be a promo where they showed Angel and Buffy kissing with like the are they getting back together? Oh. And they used that as a thing. So I gotta go look because I did post the original promos for the Go Fish episode. Mm-hmm. I didn't pull it for I Only Have Eyes for You. Okay. But there are there are several YouTube channels that just have all the promos, so it's definitely a thing worth looking into. I like it. She also asked in that same email about my camping experience. Oh. Okay. So, listener, not just India, but all listener, I don't like outside. Yeah. That's why my primary hobbies include podcasting and watching television. And crafting. And crafting. Yeah. All of these different things that I do. Mm-hmm. And so when I go camping, and I just did bunny ear quotes, but you yep. couldn't see it because it's not a visual medium. What I do is I, when I bought a children's tent from either Target or someplace, yep. and it barely fits me when I pull my whole body in. Like, it's a small tent. I set that up in my living room. We put some giant teddy bears, because I got those. Giant teddy bears inside the tent. And you lay in the tent with your legs sticking out. And then you watch TV. And I have a little paper fireplace, a paper fire that I sit in front of. Mm -hmm. Sometimes uh, I touch my feet against it, see if it's hot. It isn't. And (laughs) (laughs) watch movies. And then we make s'mores. That's my normal camping ritual.
1: I think you should camp all the time. It was real fun.
0: I enjoy camping. Mm -hmm. It's a thing that I do. As long as I don't have to be outside... Cook with other people, or really be outside. Yeah. Those are the, the the three things I don't like about camping.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> camping in my apartment, great plan. Yeah, great plan. I still think though that we should eventually go camping. Okay, solely so that I can bitch and complain the whole time because I do okay. love that. Speaking of bitching and complaining, oh, I like this. I got a call today from a quote-unquote, IRS investigator Okay, that I was days away from my final notice for a court appearance oh. related to some tax thing that I've done wrong. Very clearly not a real thing. Yeah. But they gave me a number to call.
1: Oh, because you call the number. <laughs>
0: so I felt compelled to call <laughs> that number. And it is hilarious that that exists. But I called, and of course, they make it very urgent... That you haven't called them back, and that it's a thing, and it's this whole big drama mm-hmm. because they want you to be so pressured that you give them information that isn't real, right? So they, or that is real, that they can use to steal your identity, and so they're making it a big deal. And so they called me, and I told them that my name was Mister Ida Dick, and then hung up on them. Good. Incidentally, if you'd like to tell them the same, please feel free to call one eight. <laughs> three five one six
1: there you
0: go anytime i call that number from now on yeah. i'm just gonna call that number whenever
1: you feel compelled that that is the number i'm
0: just gonna call and be like listen I need a dick yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yes yeah, so that's the message we got from india for i only have eyes for you thank you for sending that in she also messaged us about the go fish episode Ooh. so in that episode we had asked a lot of questions about why snyder is suddenly into the swim team yeah and she says that's probably because the swim team is winning and that's going to make him some money um, so that's reasonable reasonable that's thing that's fair so then she's upset that we don't have lockers at the high schools anymore and had she had a locker during the time that this show is on Definitely would have been pictures of Angel in it.
1: Oh. And
0: here's my question for India in this scenario. Mm-hmm. When you say pictures of Angel, do you mean pictures of David Boreanis because you're super into Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Mm-hmm. Or do you mean that if you lived in the Buffy universe and had access to photos of Angel, you would have pictures of him in your locker? I mean It's a different question. It is. Like, it is. is Cordelia putting pictures of Angel up in her locker? Can Angel oh. be photographed? Questions. <laughs>
1: Can Spike be photographed?
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously they can be recorded on TV shows, but can they be photographed as vampires? These are concerns. Ooh. And then she also sent us a photo of Hamantaschen.
1: Yeah, she did! Which
0: was epic, and apparently Bet told us that they looked like little hats. To me, they looked like triangles.
1: Yeah, they actually remind me of the, the cookies that you get around um, the winter holidays that have like the stained glass look to them with the jelly.
0: hmm mm-hmm. I think that's generally the idea. Oh, okay. It's fair. So yeah, so that's our India Mail. Thank you so much, India.
1: Yeah.
0: What's happening on screen right now? So, Millie, November, oh, yeah. Madeline, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she came in for her diagnostic.
1: She did. She's passing. She, did. she passed.
0: But then, of course, they brought Echo back, and Echo was having a shit fit, and threw her against a wall and busted her face. Yes. So that's sad. Yes. We also learned an important detail
1: Ooh. that
0: dolls who are knocked unconscious cannot be wiped.
1: I didn't think that that was a thing.
0: That is an important detail. This is the first time we're hearing it, and it will come up multiple times moving forward, so file that away in your important information journal.
1: Yep. I am going to go back to the conversation that Ballard just had with Millie for a sec, Mm -hmm. because we also just missed, I think, an important line where Millie kind of recounts that she is glad that she doesn't remember her experiences as a doll. Yes. Cuz she is very happy with like who she is now and she doesn't need the memories of whatever happened to her yeah. in the past or what happened to her while she was in the Dell house. Yeah. Which I think for Ballard being a handler is a different perspective than perhaps he's heard before cuz I think as we recall from season 1 he was so adamant that Caroline needs to be Caroline. And that yeah. when he found out that Millie was fake. Yeah. Like same thing like he essentially got her her life back so that she could remember things
0: yeah and it's interesting too because she says to him that she would like to not remember which isn't exactly good news for ballard mm-hmm. like that's not what he wants to hear but the the piece that i really appreciate is that we we get her origin story she went into the Dollhouse because her daughter died of cancer yeah and she was so distraught and was recruited by adele dewitt to join the dollhouse and that they would take away her pain. Mm-hmm. And Ballard asks her, "Do you not feel sad anymore? Well, like, is it better? Did it work for you?" Yeah. And she doesn't. She says, "Well, I don't feel sad," which doesn't mean that she's happy. Like, I think he explicitly says to her, "Well, are you happy?" And she goes, "Well, I'm not sad." And I think that's a really telling thing because here's the thing: she still remembers her daughter, but she's no longer so sad she can't function about it. Right. And that, to me, has got to feel real weird Mm -hmm. to have this traumatic memory in your head that you know was traumatic and that you couldn't handle, but then that you also know that the dollhouse has tinkered with your brain in such a way that you no longer feel like it's traumatic. Yeah. That's got to make you feel some type of way. And then she also doesn't seem happy. Right. She doesn't say she's happy. She just says she's not sad. And I think there's an implication there that they can literally take sad away. As a potential emotion.
1: Topher is a genius.
0: But that's also horrifying. I know. Would there be an emotion you'd want to turn off if you could? Guilt. Oh, guilt is the worst.
1: Right? <laughs> God. But I mean,
0: without it, we'd be sociopaths. Yeah, <laughs>
1: That is fair.
0: You have a list of questions or any of those things that you want to ask.
1: Uh, there are mostly things that happen that I just like turned into a question.
0: Okay. Like
1: my first one was thoughts on lullabies.
0: I, I need more than just thoughts on lullabies. Oh. Listen, Barbara Walters. <laughs> In
1: the beginning of the episode, Echo was... I mean, I
0: remember like, that, but what do you want to know about oh. my thoughts on lullabies?
1: Just your general thoughts and opinions. They, they're
0: songs for young sleeping people.
1: Yeah. You need to up your Audible game because in these children books that you're going to read me to sleep, yes. there is an opportunity to sing or do lullabies. Is
0: there Audible autotune? Because we've heard me sing on this podcast <laughs> and it's an experience.
1: There, <laughs> You can, you know, digitally enhance your voice. That's
0: autotuning, but yeah. I don't know how to do that. I need to get somebody who knows how to do it.
1: Okay, we can find someone. So then I, I can sound an like Cher. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like because the T like,
0: Pain app. That's a real app. Really? Yeah. It makes you sound like T-Pain.
1: Did you ever get the app that's like The Rock and he'll like sing you awake? No. Oh, you should ask. Um, a, a, I'll tell you this later.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, they wiped Echo. Yeah. Echo woke up and immediately punched Topher in the face. So, hi, yes. Topher. Injury. And then went on on the run and she gets in a car and says, go, please. To the car, which is kind of amazing. It's
1: kind of cute. (laughs) And she
0: manages to learn how to drive, and she is coming for Baby Jack. That's his name? Baby Jack, yes.
1: Oh, I like the name Jack. It's one of my favorite names.
0: Was it on your list of baby names during the episode where we did our list of baby names?
1: Oh, probably not. It's like a fun nickname. All right. Mm -hmm.
0: Fair enough. So now she's coming to the house. Yes. And Ballard is the one who realizes that's what's happening. Yes. I also have a question for any people who have ever used formula before yeah. does it smell like fish cuz he smells the baby formula and says it smells like fish
1: Ugh. i don't know if i want to know if it smells like fish
0: somebody has to tell us Ugh. let's do uh, zulu's mail oh, while yeah. echo is coming to steal the baby apparently. that's fair that's fair so zulu also mailed us for both emails us for go fish mm-hmm And wants to point out that the guy we called Prison Break Guy the whole time also appears on The Flash. So he also is happy that Bette was able to come here and talk about school things, Yeah, but wonders if there are any trial-based episodes that he could come be an (laughs) expert for. There are no trial episodes on Buffy. There are... The lawyers are the main villains on the Angel series. Oh, Wolfram and Hart is the main villains on Angel. Okay. And so even though I'm not super familiar with uh, that show... In fact, India would probably be a better source for this. Yeah. There must have been at least one trial huh. scene or episode, so... Does that
1: mean we had to commit to watching Angel? No. Okay. But, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's like when we're getting near the end of all of our shows. And we're okay. like, what are we going to watch next? I guess we'll do Angel. Okay. That's how it goes. Okay. He also had some questions for you about the period blood oh, cleanup. okay. Which, out of context... Sounds crazy. Yes. But we were talking about the 5-Minute Crafts video where they used 5-Minute Crafts time mm-hmm. to teach us how to clean up period blood. Yeah. And he was asking a lot of questions about that. And you replied. I did. With something about salts.
1: Oh, yeah. What? he the so, uh, Zula was asking if you need, like, what were the ingredients to clean up period blood? And he had mentioned you can use baking soda, I think salt. And ice. And ice. And I've only just used baking soda and ice.
0: Okay. I have two things that I have problems with with what you just said. One.
1: (laughs) Oh, and peroxide.
0: (laughs) One, I feel like calling it period blood is unnecessary adjectives. Like, blood. Okay. Is there, like...
1: (laughs) But, like... There's a well. Actually, the cleanup is the same. So yeah, blood. Yeah,
0: I feel like blood is yeah, probably all we fair. need to say. That's fair. We don't need to get into <laughs> the specific source of said blood, but whatever. Second of all, like, can not we just buy new pants? Isn't that like a possibility?
1: Okay. The issue is when it gets on your sheets.
0: Oh sure. Yeah, you're that
1: forgetting. Makes sense. Yeah.
0: He, so that's good. I'm glad that I learned a new thing about <laughs> period blood slash just blood. Yeah. We can just call it blood, yeah, team. Yeah, so, <laughs> so But I do love having a bunch of emails that just have period blood. So now <laughs> when I search period blood, because I do that regularly, but <laughs> just all comes I up. I know
1: where things come up.
0: You know. Uh, so the other big news is, speaking of Oreos and how we are shaming people,
1: Yeah.
0: so Hydrox.
1: What's the Hydrox?
0: The Oreo rivals. Oh. The ones that are like... They actually came first, but they're less popular. Oh. And they're black cookie, white filling black cookie, same basic idea. Oh. They are suing Oreo because they claim that Oreo is pressuring manu- pressuring stores to hide Hydrox. Really? In an attempt to make Oreo the only brand that's around. And they have a lot of evidence, apparently. It seems like this trial might be a thing.
1: Wow. Just putting
0: it out there. So, maybe what we need to do is show our support for Hydrox and yeah. start doing Hydrox taste tests. Maybe they will
1: sponsor
0: us. I don't know. Yeah. Seems like. Yeah. They, I mean, they just did spend a lot of money on a lawsuit, but mm. they probably could sponsor us. It's true. I wonder, does Hydrox do a lot of crazy flavors like Oreo does? Mm. We'd have to look. Yeah. I've never seen a Hydrox in the store. I probably because is paying people to hide them from us. You know
1: where I could probably find it? On the Amazon. On the
0: Amazon. That's probably true. You know. Mm. So then he also, Zulu also gave us comments on the episode after that, Becoming Part 1. Okay. And he was floored that Kendra died in that episode. Really? Completely floored.
1: Wow. I mean, she was only in the two episodes. That's
0: true. Ever. And he also shared with us the same anger that I had, that a Catholic seems to come out of left fucking field. It, yes. <laughs> yeah. There yes. is no build up to a cathula, correct? And I have to agree with you, my good friend, because it definitely doesn't make any sense. Correct. Also, I'm noticing as I'm sitting here with my list of things I wanted to read mm-hmm. that I also happen to have in front of me Beth's notes from the last oh, episode. Yay. Her handwriting is interesting.
1: I assumed that it was your handwriting. No,
0: my handwriting is feminine and pretty. <laughs> <laughs> not like yours. Your (laughs) handwriting is like, I just learned penmanship in fifth grade. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, bet I'm coming for your handwriting.
1: No, that's fair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So now we've got Echo being all sad. Mm -hmm. So she is having this conversation with the husband. The husband tells her that he made her, essentially. She's not real. Yeah. That the baby isn't hers. She acknowledges that it's true, and she goes and sits outside and is sad and is talking to Mr. Ballard all about it.
1: Of course.
0: And he is going to keep the, her secret that she has memories, still. Yeah. Still not going to tell Topher about I know.
1: it. know. But I really like her line here where she goes, um, I'm awake and I don't want to go to sleep anymore. Yeah. Because I think it's a very powerful line and very true of who, well...
0: It's true of Echo. Yeah. It's true of who Echo is, yeah. yeah. She definitely wants to, you know, still be around and doesn't want to lose herself. It's very similar to what's going on with Dr. Saunders' last episode. Like, why would you opt to die? That's a terrible thing to ask a person. Like... Yeah. Do you want this to be your life? I I think that's a really interesting kind of parallel that I hadn't really considered previously.
1: So you asked me earlier if I still wanted to be a doll. Yeah. Do you still feel the same way?
0: Absolutely, I'm going to be a doll. Okay. I think it's cool, still. (laughs) Granted, I mean, I want to be like Echo. I don't want to be like a regular doll.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Josh's like, I want to be the supreme the, the, the
0: possibility, The possibility that somebody may program me to lactate is a little creepy. But other than that, I feel cool with this.
1: Would you put that in your contract? Like, like, these are my... Well,
0: I feel confident that they couldn't program me to lactate anyway. Sure. So, like, <laughs> although apparently that's not true, but that's neither here nor there. Mm, science. But science. <laughs> Hashtag science. So what are your thoughts on this episode?
1: I I think it's a deeper episode for Dollhouse. Mm-hmm. Not that... Again, we're coming right off of Buffy, so maybe it just feels deeper because... Yeah, Dollhouse is
0: generally deeper than yeah. Buffy, and, Yeah. <laughs>
1: I like that we get to see Echo be a doll in a different way, and it really showcases how deep Topher can get in the technology. Yep. For her to be a mom and able to breastfeed is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um. And it kind of brings a bigger picture of does maternal instinct
0: overpower? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Overpower the terror and Topher's abilities. I think there was lots of opportunities for us to get off topic,
0: which Which is always a positive. (laughs) That's fine.
1: But overall, I I enjoyed it. Um, I think we learned a lot about both Millie, who got to come back and see kind of the ending of like what it's like to end your time with the dollhouse and like what that looks like, um, but also kind of move forward with Echo and her character development and her relationship with Ballard as he is her now handler. So I will give it an eight. Point zero. Nice. Yeah.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah. I love this episode. Oh, good. I think this episode has a lot of world building. Mm-hmm. The idea of what happens to you after you leave the dollhouse with Millie slash all of her different names, I think is fantastic. And something we asked for last week. We asked for, like, can we see what it's like to leave the house? Yes. And I think I really appreciate that. I think the, the I think that's great. I think that's a wonderful thing. I think the relationship with Topher and his decision and his cockiness is all interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it building really well. And I like the idea that Echo is becoming so self-aware and that Ballard is keeping it a secret, which I think we're supposed to feel a lot more of that being dangerous mm-hmm. because of the theory that that's what happened to Alpha. Yeah. I never get the impression that Echo is going to become, like, a psychopath and kill a bunch of people, but I still think, like, this is something he probably should be telling people, and he's choosing not to. Yes. And I love, one of my favorite parts of this episode is that it, frankly, this is a great episode to, like, enter Dollhouse with. Mm -hmm. Once again, it's a great, like, learn how to watch the show, and it's... Spending a little bit of time teaching you about what it means to be a doll again, because we give Adele that wonderful, wonderful speech that she has with her client, Mm -hmm. Echo's husband in this episode, which is that they programmed a mother and to call her anything else is inaccurate. Right. She feels a mother's love for that baby and that's deep and meaningful and interesting. I agree. And if you can program somebody's body to behave in different ways... Like, what are the limitations to that? And Topher talks about being able to make somebody lactate, fight cancer, become telekinetic. I feel like that become telekinetic thing might be a bit of a stretch. But the other two, definitely a possibility. Yes. At least one of them is for sure a definite possibility. Yes. And so it's just really interesting that they're able to do that. And I mean, earlier in the show, we did see them program a person to be blind. Mm Mm-hmm. And to have asthma and to other things. So we know that the, the chair is really, really powerful. So I really enjoyed this episode. I'm going to give it a nine. Good so job. my second nine of Dollhouse so far. I so know. Season two, I have a, a really strong feeling about season two.
1: Good. But
0: yeah. So next week, we're we'll going to be watching Belle, Belle chose. chose. I want to say that's not how we're supposed to pronounce that.
1: What do you think it is? I don't
0: know. I'm saying Belle Chose. It's okay. fine. So, this is the episode with Kiki where Echo is imprinted with a college student fantasy for a college professor. Okay. Meanwhile, there is a boy, rich boy, yep. who has killed a bunch of people or is killing a bunch of people that a famous wealthy dollhouse client wants to help protect because it's his nephew. Oh. And so they're gonna try, he gets into a car accident. And they want to use the dollhouse's many, many resources to get him fixed up. Okay. And the dollhouse is left in a position of, if we are realizing that he is a murderer and a psychopath, should we wake him up with the technology that we have? But, yeah, that is where we're headed. And I don't think you remember this episode. Nope. But it is... Very good. Oh, it's yay. an excellent one. There are a lot of good episodes. they come coming in strong on this one. So I want to do a quick shout out to our wonderful sponsors at Audible. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. We appreciate you. Don't forget to take advantage of audibletrial.com slash JNLwatches. Get 30 free days as well as a free audio book. Yes. If you would like to have listener mail and share with us your feedback, please send it to us at JNL Watches on Facebook, Instagram, Gmail, Twitter. Yep,
1: all the different things you we'd love to us hear it from you in your foreign language. Yeah. we accept German, Spanish, French. Happy to hear it. Yeah.
0: and if your phone number is the one that I read, know that people are spoofing your number yeah. and pretending to be IRS. So that's cool. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah, I think that's all of the different things. Yes. I think so. So for now, team, it's been real. It's been fun.
1: It's been real fun. Later. Bye.
0: Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Boop, ba-doop, boop. Did you ever get, like, a really tight feeling right here? And if you pull your body apart, it pops? No. Oh, my God, I get that all the time. It's painful as fuck. And someday, it's going to happen no. to you. No. <laughs> no. And, like, I can feel it. I can feel it trying but I can't get it to go, and then one day I'm going to go like this, and it's going to go pop, and it's going to feel so much better. Yeah, my body is made of garbage. Listen. It's just falling apart.
1: My hip already hurts, and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> no, this has, like, it's like, like uh, uh, past uh, pastel uh, colors, and there are flowers on it. This.
0: These are things I
1: have learned.